With 25% off all new and up to 70% off previously leased furnishings, do you really need a better reason to party? We don't think so. Come visit our new Court Furniture Clearance Center with more than 9,000 square feet of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home and office. Sofas from $199.99, bedroom sets from $399.99, dining sets from $299.99, and more. Free food, prizes, and fun all weekend long at our Chandelier Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Welcome to the Zadzooks Happy Hour, a podcast providing commentary on the latest in film, TV, games, and comics. My name is Todd Stoll, and I'm joined by 25-year veteran reporter covering pop culture, video games, and technology for the Washington Times, Joseph Zadkowski. No one's ever heard me sing before. No one has heard you sing before. You just play the drums. Do you sing? I do sing. Do you have a mic? I didn't know if you had a mic on your kit. Yeah. Okay. I didn't you go to a gig of mine? Uh, I went to a house party. Yeah. I don't remember you singing, though. Oh, my goodness. I sang most of the songs. I made a huge impact on you, obviously. I just remember, well, again, I had a very, very young kid. That's remember. true. So That's there, true. there was a lot going on. Droolin' and poopin'. Yep. Droolin', poopin'. That's, hey, you know what? That's the name of your next album. Droolin' Or your band. Or the next band. Soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> Who's this? That's Janine Melnance. Yeah, I'm just looking at Janine Mel- Melnance in a Ghostbusters flight suit, which never happened. No. Anyway, we'll be with that in a minute. Not, I'm sorry. Not in the movies. Oh, look, you have your Ghostbusters shirt on. Yeah, it's my weekend apparel. Did you, did you get that free? No. Okay. No. It's, well, maybe technically it was a Christmas gift. Ah, so then you did get yeah. it free. That's fine. Hey, how are you? Good. Okay. I got. To, I watched both movies. You watched two movies. Well, I didn't watch. I didn't watch Triple X. You can talk about that if you want. I don't. I, I'm not interested in that franchise at all. So it's a it's a great movie. There, it's a great movie only because it's of all the great action and there's like some stunt coordinators that are fantastic. They do an exceptional job. I thought the second one was really bad though. I never saw the second mm-hmm. one, but the third one was was pretty okay. All right. Well, we Whatever. Can, we can talk about a movie that I thought was really good. Oh, I can't wait. Which yeah. one is that? Let's talk about Get Out. Okay. Which uh, is directed by Jordan Peele. So you have the notes on that. Now, what's Jordan Peele about? Jordan Peele is the director and the writer. But he's he's a famous comedy team. Yeah, he's from Key and Peele. Right. And um, it's his, it's okay. They build this as a horror movie. I think it's a very thin line. And we've now proven it in this film between a dark comedy and a horror film. Oh, I don't think it's a horror film. I think it's a dark comedy and a psychological thriller. Yes. I think this is more in line with M. Night Shyamalan style. Yes, and, I agree. And, and, and if you were to take like... This was low budget too. Four point five million dollar budget. Oh, made a hundred or two hundred and forty six million dollars oh. worldwide. Good for him. Congratulations to yes. that. Um but you can't blow anything in this movie, so you better be very careful okay. with your choice of words. So this movie was created as a vehicle to discuss at the thirty thousand foot level in a interracial relationship, right? And there is a trip to the parents' house for the couple. Right, the liberal parents' the house. The liberal parents' house. Um, you have a uh, young black man. Uh, character's name is Chris Washington, played by Daniel uh, Kaluuya. 
<laughs> There's two U's in Don't his name. look at me. I know. So if I butchered it, I'm sorry. And his girlfriend is uh, Allison Williams, and, and her character is Rose Armitage. She's, Ar- in, Armitage. she's in Girls, isn't she, on and in she's HBO? Brian Williams' daughter. Ah, uh, okay. The, for, the former, the disgraced former NBC good, news host. Good pull. Okay. Thanks, ma'am. Um, it's amazing what you can get done if you actually research. I did a little. Well, no, I, I've known that. I've known okay. that for a long time. All right. Um, you have Catherine Kenner, who plays the mother. She was um, Steve Carell's love interest in Forty uh, Year Old Virgin. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then Bradley Whitford as the father from West Wing. Yes. And then you have the brother, who I don't know this guy, Caleb Landry Jones. I don't know him I don't know at him all. Um, you mean is he the TSA agent? No, no. The TSA agent is uh, uh, Lil, or some guy with Lil, name, Lil Rail Howry. <laughs> he was in our gang, right? Wasn't he? Yeah, in the forties, and he's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Um, Stephen Root, Milton from the Office Space movie. Yes, like, like to set the building on fire. Yep, take my swing line stapler. You know that guy. Wow. Thank you're, you. You're doing impressions. Thank you. Uh, and then a, a a few other cast members in it. It's primarily set in one location, which is why the budget is right. Could, could be low. The a inti- suburban mansion. I think the budget was literally spent on talent, and that's it. Yeah. And they maybe took just flat, you know, flat rate. But that's a huge. There's some effects in it. Yeah. So good effects. There, there's, it's, it's not for me. It's not a scary movie. It's, uh, it's very suspenseful. Um, it's creepy, and the payoff and the is payoff is wonderful. Oh, okay. So, so there is a there. Did you? Do we want to talk about the fact that there were two endings filmed for this movie? Yeah, sure. I saw them. I uh, watched them. Did you watch them? I did. Wow, you really went in on this I, movie. I did. All the chips in. Everything went in. Did you even listen to the optional commentary no, track? I can't, which I, was, I, it was good. I know, the guys. Very informative. I just can't. Okay. Um, the director, by the way. Does the optional And we can't even... I mean, it's out on DVD now. I feel like we should ruin this somewhat. No. I think you should say... Because I didn't know anything about it going in. What you should say is talk about the alternate ending where there's... It's a lot more police officer heavy. Yes. It is. And there's trying... He was trying to make a statement. Yes. The reason that the the alternate ending was ditched was because the the movie was filmed right around... um, multiple um police shootings and uh i think uh jordan decided that rather than tie into the frenzy around all of that he wanted to create a little bit of a happier ending and so thus yes. the original written ending was shelved for the really the alternate ending is what's used in the right. movie um but the alternate ending is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny. It's terrifying. It's very bold. I mean, I, I will say that Daniel uh, Kaluuya plays a pretty awesome... He's a pretty awesome actor. He yep. really played it very well. You have a lot of racial undertones that are very uncomfortable. Um there is you, you you do get a sense of um, the being uncomfortable as a black man in a biracial relationship and the very liberal 
white parents who say I would have voted for Obama for a third term and and just there there's a lot of awkwardness there and that comes across on screen and right. it gets progressively more awkward and forceful as as it goes along. This is not by any means a movie about racism nor is it a movie about like race hate at all actually. You would right. you think kind of going into it that's what you expect and it's not. Uh this movie was brilliant. I really liked it a lot. So we have two strong horror films that we've already taken a look at. Yeah, Split. M Night was Split was great, and Get Out. I mean, and I have to say, again, I saw a lot of M Night sort of flavor yeah. in this movie with the like the crazy twists and turns, and and it just just very well done. <laughs> Yes. So we both just <laughs> that was to a make, twitch. We both just Sorry. looked to make sure this was recording because sometimes that doesn't happen. Oh, so you're going to admit the behind the magic. Stephen Root was great, albeit a very small role. I really liked him. He plays a blind art gallery owner. Um, and once again, this is another one of those character actors. That, does not get enough credit. That hits a home run every time he's he steps been in like on every movie. Wasn't he in Fargo? He, a little bit. I think he was. He, he's if he's if it's a movie that's worth mentioning. Chances are, if you look at the credits, Stephen Root is in it. Yeah, and he um, does a great job. It, it, he's he's very good in this. All the characters. I would say Catherine Keener is really menacing. Yes, in this role, unexpected. Um, and then you have the housekeeper and the groundskeeper. The the groundskeeper is uh, a character called Walter, and the housekeeper is a character called Georgina. And they're awesome. I mean, the whole thing is just a surprise hit, home run, uh, for it being uh, Jordan Peele's directorial sort of debut in a completely different genre other than comedy. Right. I mean, crushed it. It's off to a great start. Amazing. Okay. Um, a plus. A plus. I'll give it an A plus. Yeah. I really liked it. I loved it. It was really good. I would watch it again. All right. So let's go to the other one that you watched. So we not also, quite an A plus, I'm guessing. No, not quite an A plus. The, we watched the Great Wall, right? Which is the it's the Matt Damon vehicle, vehicle. <laughs> where Matt Damon plays a character called William, and you don't really know a whole lot about him. He's other, a bit of a he's a bit of a mercenary. Other than he is pretty kick ass with a um, bow, a bow and arrow, right? Um, and a sword. I think he's pretty good with that, too. Right. And his friend, uh, Tovar, uh, who's played by Pedro Pascal, mm -hmm. they're sort of running around. They're attempting to look for black powder. Yes, gunpowder. Gunpowder. Um, around China. Around China. And they end up uh, being captured right near the Great Wall. Right. And they stumble upon a... Now, I don't mind if we give this stuff away. Yeah, they stumble upon something called a Tai... Uh, tai... Tao Te. Tao Te, thank you. Tao, no, Tao Tai. Tao Tai. Uh, which are like... Okay, I'll be specific. Thank you. They're like... They reminded me of those cat-like creatures that tried to eat Padme, Amidala, and Star Wars. Okay. They're called Nexus there. And they also reminded me of Wargs, those wolf-life things in Lord of the Rings. Well, I was going to say they reminded me of the sort of zombie animals in I Am Legend. Uh, yeah, I can see that, too. The ones that didn't like the yeah, sunlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not, not as, not a little terror dog-ish from, right. um, from Ghostbusters. You have a queen who kind of controls this massive horde. Right. It reminds me of um, 
World War Z's like zombie yeah, hordes trying to climb warm they, like orcs they, though they, they swarm yeah um, the special effects on the Tautais Tautais whatever pretty good right I mean pretty awesome um, the movie felt a little short to me it was a minute it was an hour and 45 minutes minute 45 hour, an hour, 103 minutes 103 it, that's yeah there there were a couple of great battle scenes but I would say that the sort of the end the climax was a bit short um, yeah with n- no, no real purpose no real purpose you had certain deaths that didn't really manifest themselves into anything that would have resulted in some sort of you know issue moving forward right you had characters redeem themselves that were very small characters willem um, defoe is a dumb character willem defoe like i have no idea he's in it i mean like if you think about it like he was right. completely not needed in this movie no he didn't exist and can you explain to me matt damon's accent i uh, heard a little spanish some irish some british and american i definitely heard point. some boston yeah okay um, so it wasn't a bad movie I really, so first of all, the strategies they're using are really fun to watch, yes. but incredibly stupid. Yes. So stuff like the crane core jumping off the sides of the wall and poking at these yeah. creatures with giant spears didn't go so well but for them. Visually, it but was, visually cool. It it was, was cool to watch. Stunning. Catapulting, flaming Yes. Rocks creating, you know. Giant spinning blades coming out of the side of the wall. Cutting, that was awesome. Cutting the tatao in half or whatever they're called. Um, but really, what I couldn't understand was they had these huge supplies of gunpowder. And they refused <laughs> They, they kind of waited until the last possible second when they could have really taken out most of what they needed to do with just dropping bombs. My biggest thing is is that if you really look at the fact that they have this like incredible army of like thousands and thousands and tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, Matt Damon is the only one who apparently can wield a bow and arrow and a sword accurately. Accurately. Right. And these guys are supposed to have trained for 60 years because this these They come back every 20 years 60, and it's every 60 years. 60 years and it's it's like 20 centuries of this. Yes. And it's or like two hundred or something. So you're ridiculous. not prepared for this, and it's because oh, they keep getting smarter. So it takes some bumbling idiot right. to come in who just happens to be a good, you know, air, you know, arrowsman and swordsman, right? And all of a sudden, he's the savior. And it was, it was a tad racist at times because the white guy helps out the the Chinese guy, right. you know, and it was weird. It was visually. Quite stunning. The fight, the battle scenes, and and the formations that were made were very stunning. The story was pretty weak. Yeah, check your brain at the door. Yeah, but enjoy it. 4K UHD, obviously tremendous. The um, high dynamic range really, really pushed e- each each um, soldier group or the 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 soldiers and generals have their own colors, hmm. their own battle colors. Yeah. There's blues and reds and purples and yellow, and it just looks amazing and, on screen. And the colors are depictive of, of your role. So blues right. are the ones who jump off and, and poke. Right. And then you had reds who were arrows. Right. And you had, uh, I don't remember what the yellows were. I don't know if they really ever showed them. You had these other guys who would run down the wall mm-hmm. who were in black. Right. Um, 
but very cool. It was very cool. Uh, not a lot of extras. Um, mm, surprisingly. The only thing I really enjoyed, there was a nine-minute look at the key battles, okay? And a lot of the stunt coordinators and everyone talked about it, which was great, because that's really what this movie's about. It's about some great stunts and special effects. Well, and they also had to have a just a massive supporting cast of extras, because... There's not a lot of CGI. I mean, when they're running the camera yeah, yeah, down, yeah, these, yeah. I mean, it's literally a, bunch a couple of hundred people dressed up. Right. So this movie was cost a, a fortune. Was right? 150 million dollar budget. Oh, how much wor- was Get Out? 4.5. Oh. But worldwide, it did not do well domestically. Worldwide, right. though, it made 332 million dollars. Right. So in du- China, doubled that... its money. Right. Um, not one of Matt Damon's best films. C C minus for me. But he's been in movies like that before. Yeah. Wasn't he in like something called The Brothers Grimm or something like that? Mm, I don't remember. All right. He was in something like but, that. Yeah, this is a C this is a C film for me. Yeah, I'll give it on on four K UHD it's probably a B minus for me. B plus, okay. B blah, B B B. I'm doing it strictly on content and Do you have any problem loading your Blu ray with this? No. Okay. Because when I tried to view it on my 4K UHD player, it wouldn't play. I have now noticed Universal Blu-ray discs are not playing on my 4K UHD. The one thing that I will no notice, sense. and I don't know if it's just a coincidence, but the past three movies that I've watched that have had the same sort of intro trailers. Uh, so when I watched Split, it had a trailer for Get Out. I watched Get Out, it had a trailer for Split. Mm-hmm. I watched The Great Wall, it had a trailer for Get Out. And I'm like, is this thing pulling from the internet and just showing me stuff I've seen, or is it literally just a progression? I of think Universal tries to pull the latest, its latest, what he considers its latest preview. Interesting. It's a little weird, but I do enjoy the fact that you can skip the trailers and just hit play and go. I mean, yep. that for me is a big thing. So, Okay, when All we right. come back, we're going to talk some toys. Your favorite kind of toys. And we'll in talk the whole world. And we'll talk about box office for this week. Sure. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com. And support the next evolution in news. Okay. We're going to talk about a Playmobil exclusive. That's that sounds. So, by the way, I'm such a non-Ghostbusters person that when I heard that, I was like, "What the blah 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 is that? That is the stupidest sound I've ever heard." That's the Why word. wouldn't they put the Ghostbusters theme or some dialogue in that's, on this? That's that's the sound. That's that, the horn. And yeah, I looked it up. That is the darn sound. Yep. So what are we talking about? So we've got a couple things in front of us here. One is Playmobil's new uh, Ecto-1 with figurines and some slime you can stick to it with a removable roof. And you've got two figures that come with it. Which ones are the ones that came with it? It was Janine. Janine Melnitz and uh, Winston. Winston. Winston Zeddemore. Both are... So anyway... If you don't know this, I believe Playmobil is kind of like the pre-Lego. It's for like the five-year-old crowd, the five, six-year-old mm, crowd. Yeah, I would say you're right. This is pretty but well made. That's pretty well made. That's not going to fall apart. I will say that right. uh, as a kid, having the Kenner version, man, you could take the doors off that thing and it would just 
break. Right. This is very solid. I'll let you talk about it because this really is your your ballpark, your forte. So what's going on. With so the it. car itself, the Ecto One itself, uh, is a pretty good representation of it. There's, it's missing a few things. Nothing uh, too out of the ordinary. Um, the windows themselves actually are blacked out for the most part um, in the movie. You don't really see it that much in the first one, but in the second one you do. The paint detail and the actual look of the car is great. The one flaw with the car is the the um, the back door lifts up, and since this was an, an ambulance or a hearst, it, they didn't actually do that. They opened to the side so that you could bring a gurney in and out. Um, but I can understand why they would do that. It's a little bit more stable. It's got two hinges on it. I think it would be a little bit better and keep the kids from knocking stuff off. The roof itself comes off, and surprisingly very well detailed uh, has a lot of what you would find in the movie maybe not everything but again something very solid that a little kid could drop and you wouldn't have pieces flying off right you take you got you get you get 70 pieces with the kit that you're going to put together but the chassis is already built so you don't have to worry about that so it takes it takes three AAA batteries That's right. and the, the batteries do two things they power the roof lights and they power the siren. Um, and this is a companion piece. They have a $70 firehouse that you can pick up. The car itself, I think, is $50, bucks, $49.99. Um, but for any kids who liked the, uh, the new movie and who have seen the original movie, this is a pretty great toy, actually. It's very well made. It's not Hot Wheels metal. But right, um, I I consider the standard for me. I have the Corgi USA one. The me too scale size, and yeah. it's pretty sweet. That thing you can't touch. Right, this is pretty great actually for a little kid. It's inexpensive. They can really beat it up. There's not a lot of paint on the car itself, so you're not going to lose very much. Um, all in all, pretty solid. It's even got rubber wheels, which is nice. Um, Forty four bucks. Um, The hardest part to build, for an old man anyway, was getting the tires onto the rims. That was kind of, uh, I think kids will get frustrated by that. They're going to need their parents to get involved. Um, I think it's really neat, the proton packs. They're really well done. And they're very very detailed, and they look like... There's proton streams you can attach to the neutrino wands, which is really cool. And the, um, and the nice thing is, is they clip on very well right. to the figurines. Now, um, the figurines themselves, uh, Janine's in a flight suit, which for you is a no-no, but for a hardcore collector might be a, well, I'll never see this, so this might be cool. Janine wore a flight suit in the cartoons. Right, so. but not a traditional one, right? Uh, you get the PEK meter. Yeah, so the PKE meter is pretty pretty good representation of it. The proton pack is very well done. I mean, it doesn't have all the pieces on it, but it's a pretty it's a pretty solid look. And it's look. a little rubber tube to put and attach. It, it's all connected, so you're not going to lose pieces. The the um the, the proton packs fit nicely in the vehicle. Yeah, you, but, you can get up to 4 which you have to get other sets to get all the all four Ghostbusters. Right, they've the... got they've got a trap. Oh, oh, have you seen the trap? Here, take a look at the trap. Open the trap up. I mean, it's a little. Uh, it opens. It's a little bit bigger to scale than anything else, but it's got a good, you know, again for kids. You don't want to get any smaller; they'll choke on it. So that's right. Good. 
So that's cool. Um, you know, steering wheel, you can put a, a figurine underneath. It's not a full steering wheel. It's about a three-quarter, so you can slide a figurine in there. They do sit in pretty nicely and, and snug in the car so they're not flying around. Everything can get in there and actually be pretty solid, which is nice. That's a pretty, it's a pretty solid toy if you were to give it to a kid and, and not have to worry about five minutes later it being broken. Right. I agree. So now let's move on to the other piece that I had in the collection, which was the state puffed marshmallow man and a Ray stance, Ray stance, Ray stands action figure covered in marshmallow goo, which is a nice touch on a uniform. They didn't have to do that, no. but they did it anyway. Good paint job all the way around. A lot of comes lot up of... with an ecto uh, goggles. You can, Obviously not your favorite piece, but it, it does work. No, it, it, it's, not, uh, it's not accurate at all to anything. But again, to keep it secure right. for a kid at this age, no problem with it. Right. It gets the point across. Marshmallow Man, I think. He's pretty tiny. He's Marshmallow Man's ribbons, uh, yeah. little kid. Right. He, Which makes no sense to me because they could have gone bigger uh, easily. Yeah, this, this probably needed to, dare I say triple in size at least to match the scale of the original movie but again at a 1999 price point and if you're but if you're comparing jack specific did star wars at 21 inches for 1999 they could yeah. have probably got away with this for 24.99 what, what with is the that figure. like seven inches you think yeah Probably. No, the Marshmallow Man is several stories tall, and his foot is about as thick as a normal person's height, which right. is about five feet. So you're looking at a 40-foot Marshmallow Man, right? which is not really a representation. Oh, do we go back to the Ecto-1? Did we mention those? Already? Uh, we didn't. We t I talked about that there's like little silicone there's slimes. There's little silicone slimes that you could toss on the windshield and pieces, four of them, which is, once again, for a kid... A nice piece of role play, right? But that's the first thing that's going to get lost. It will get lost. And if you notice, there's supposed to be an antenna on the back that's already lost. There's a second antenna here. Yeah, that curves around. I don't know where the hell that was. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It happens. Um, it's pretty, all in all, it's pretty impressive. Playmobil, I think, did something really smart in that they went off of the original toys, which collectors really prefer the original movie. Right. Um, and they stuck with what was good, and, and they've sold out of the stuff. It's hard to find they, already. They could have went with the new movie. It would have made sense to go with the new movie. Yeah. But I mean, it was a better idea to go with the old movies. I, yeah, I think so. Um, it is great. Really, yeah. really nice stuff. Good. Do you have anything else you want to say about it? Yeah, this is the only time you're going to see it because you're never going to take yours out of the box. But other than that, that's all I wanted I'll to say. I'll take it out of the box. No, you won't. Seven at a time. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, what I got I will to say. say one thing. The stickers that go around the whatever the tubes are yeah. on the side, they're already peeling off. So those are going to come off. Okay. Because... There's 15 tiny stickers, and with people with big hands, it's very difficult to get them on and get them to work. It's almost like you've got to use some sort of like adhesive to stick on it first and yeah. then put it on just to hold it, because they are... They're, they're peeling off already, so... Oh, what a disaster. I okay. know. It's the worst, but... But the Ghostbuster car... The vehicle, Ecto-1, was a disaster. It was a rebuilt vehicle that Ray built, right? Yeah. I mean, you don't really know whether it's a Hearst or an ambulance. You, right. you gather it's probably an ambulance because it does have a gurney in the back. Mm -hmm. But a Hearst does make a little bit more sense, too, if you're hunting ghosts. Right. So the vehicle was used for both. 
Good job. Jolly good job, Playmobil. Wow. Something we... you would not expect out of a German company that that really designs youngster play toys. But really solid. With their own touch. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Their characters are well known for their kind of style. Their stylized character. So to go this deep on a licensed character, it's a good idea. Yes. Yeah. And that's why it's sold out. Yep. We'll do that. Community's Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com. And support the next evolution in news. Can you sing the Wonder Woman theme? Go ahead. Doesn't it go Wonder like, Woman. Yeah, that's pretty much it. The right? whole world is waiting for you. And the power you possess. Oh, you know That's more. All I know. You know more lyrics than I do. I, I only know. knew Wonder Woman. <laughs> so number one at the box office. Yes, congratulations, DC. Finally, and something really good. It's got it's really good. Finally. It's got, it's really, got really, good really good reviews yeah. too. Yeah, and you know what? It's also the top grossing movie or, or the top grossing female directed movie as well. And top grossing World War One movie. Yes, because that's featuring important. a female. Just, just <laughs> World War One. Nothing. Uh, that's great. Good for them. That movie needed to be good. We needed a good DC movie. Yeah, it needed to be good. But it's no fun making fun of them all the time. There was one person that said, oh, the reason it made so much money was that Chris Pine was in it. I was reading like one of these like conservative websites, and it was like, come on, seriously? No, it was it was just a good movie. She was in a an Israeli soldier, wasn't she? Mm, I think maybe. Gail Godot is a badass. Yeah. Without even putting the uniform on. Yeah. So... Good for her. Uh, number two, another uh, freshly opened movie, Captain Underpants, the first epic movie, which my kids really want to go see. Of course. If you're a kid, you know Captain Underpants. But this movie was not marketed. So Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man, Tell No Lies. Which every critic hated, but yet it still made... It's up to $114 million. All right, worldwide, it's made a half billion. Of course it has. Already. But Orlando Bloom is back in it. Right. Kira Knightley was she back? I in think it she is. Yeah. Then uh, this is it, right? They're, they do know. Oh, they do know more. Yeah, I guess. Okay. And then number four, Guardians of the Galaxy, of Volume Two, which has already just domestically made three hundred and fifty-five million dollars. Eight hundred and sixteen foreign. It's going to hit a billion. It's going to no be, problem. No problem. Uh, and then the disappointment of the summer movie season already, Baywatch. Right. Ouch. Which has tanked. And so, you know what? To some you know ex- what? The Rock needed it. He needed some humility. Yeah, because everything he does well, is but, usually great. I mean, but he really needed it anyway because he's going to be running for president. So, right, right. You know, he, right. he can't, he can't win them Steve all. Steve Martin, isn't that right? Or all right. who? All right. No, Alec Baldwin, VP. Uh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> Number six, Alien Covenant, which is not doing great domestically. How's it doing foreign? Uh-oh. Not so good. It's doing one, terrible. One seventy three total on yeah. a ninety seven million dollar budget. Mm. Didn't uh, he just reinvent the original Alien with this kinda? From what I've heard, this is like before it. But I know. But isn't it the same mo as Alien? I don't know. I wish he would get out of the way and let Neil Blomkamp make his version with Sigourney. When's Weaver. that coming out? Uh, basically, it's been put on hold because he's got another two uh, alien movies he wants to make. So he, I think he's just kind of being a prick. Okay. Which sucks because, I don't know. Hey, language. 
Well, whatever. You know, we've got a lot of younger kids listening. We have nobody listening. <laughs> I mean, your kid's upstairs. Uh, there's a movie <laughs> that came out by Warner Brothers called Everything, Everything. Do you have any idea what that is? I don't. I don't. Okay. And then Amy Schumer's movie number eight, uh, Snatched. Uh, that's not, with um, uh, Goldie, Goldie Hawn. Goldie did not do well. And Diary, uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Not doing well. No. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, not doing well. That's, that's been written up on how bad of a movie and how bad it tanked. And then the sad part about it is is that number 11 is Boss Baby with $170 million. Go figure. Alec Baldwin, you do no wrong. Yes, so what's coming in uh, for next week? I think we should look at um, the live-action Beauty and the Beast, which I've got. Okay. Uh, Logan? We should definitely. I finally did, got Logan in did, 4K UHD. Are you going to do the noir version? I looked at that, too. It's killer. Both of them are killer. Um, John Wick? Oh, I watched John Wick. Did you? Should we talk about it briefly, no, or should we wait we until next wait. time? You know, somebody, he kills like over 200 guys in this <laughs> it's movie. so ridiculous. But the ending is like sequel, you know, like it was. And you know, I forced my kid last night to watch Unforgiven, which okay. is a fantastic film. But the problem is, the current films are so fast-paced and full of like yes. unoutrageous violence that when you watch Unforgiven, you're just like, oh, really? That's it? Well, it's just uh-huh. like I finally saw it? Magnificent Seven compared to yeah. the first one. Yeah. And it's like, geez, there's so much that happens in the second right. one. Right, I loved this, the, the, the remake. I loved it, too. It was great. It was good. Uh, John Wick, we'll talk about it next week. Yep. But and we'll also do some, I think I'm going to do some Father's Day picks. Okay. I was a little late today because I was cooking pizzas. I thought maybe you had just overslept or no, something. No, no, no. Portable, compact pizza oven. You're going to bring one next time, right? I'll maybe, yeah. <laughs> wow, that went from, yeah, uh, no. It's a lot of work, man. Is it? I expected you make the dough, slap some sauce and cheese on, and throp it in the... Uh, no. It, uh, yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Nothing's easy. So It's not as easy as a phone call to Domino's. Let yeah. me put it that way. Well, All right. Okay. Nothing is. All right. Well, it sounds like we've got a good. We got a b- big show next week. And, and really as, big shoe. And as always, you can catch us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, if YouTube. You ever, if you ever post the episodes, it's up. <laughs> know. You know what's funny? It took a it while. Was, no, it was up, and I forgot to uh, hit the publish button on Facebook. It literally sat open. Oh. oh. But it was. It's been up for days. So it hurts me. So right. So some of you should have heard it. Some. Yeah, the three of you. So that's awesome. I'll actually try and get it promoted. And you know what? After we watched Split, I went back and watched Unbreakable. Yeah. It's still so good. It's good. Ugh. I agree. One of the best comic book movies ever. We appreciate your support. You speak your name? Maybe? I don't know. Joe what? says. Joe says. We appreciate your support. Oh, okay. I didn't know where you are going with this. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think I'm still Todd Stowell. Oh, yeah. I'm the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. Oh, very nice. For this week. Um, your scale is off. I know. All right. Nice shirt. Bye. Thanks. See ya. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk.
I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.